Well, I want to jump straight in. Uh, we, we were going to be continuing part two of the kingdom uh, message that I started last week on the kingdom virtues or kingdom values. And we went through five different values or virtues that, um, yeah, that we, that we talked about. I was going to do five or six more. Uh, and, but I really felt kind of around Thursday, Friday that the Lord was beginning to speak to me about uh, about something else this morning, and uh, so we're going to talk about the invisible realm or or the the spiritual realm uh, a little bit and the fight that you and I are in, and it's probably something that we don't we don't kind of uh, you know we, we're not we're not a community that we're we're you know devil focused or demon focused or anything like that we really want to fix our eyes on the kingdom fix our eyes on the author and perfecter of our faith but at the same time if we're not you know the bible does mention a couple of times in 2 corinthians 2 in ephesians it talks about that if we're not aware of the enemy's schemes then uh then then it, it can become challenging as to know where to, to put our fight and our attention and, and how to engage in that battle in a correct way and uh and so that's what i'm going to go after a little bit this morning because uh, i was even just sharing with kimmy this morning about um you know you've got in you know it's a spiritual battle i, I believe when you've got very intelligent people uh, doing some irrational things in life not just I'm not just talking about this pandemic or anything like that but I'm just talking about in general sometimes when we see even in our own personal life we have people that um, you know very smart very intelligent and they 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 come under the influence of of a spirit uh, and it's not them it's actually the spirit of of, of the demonic realm that starts to influence the way they think, the way they respond, the way they talk, the way they behave. And, um, and Jesus, you know, he said, go into all the world uh, and all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to, this, to us. He got the keys of the kingdom back and he's given us all authority. And, uh, and we've been commissioned to take authority, to take ground, to use that authority. And the devil, the devil, he has a measure of power. He doesn't have all power. He can only imitate. He, can only, he can't create. He can only imitate, distort, and confuse the real, the, real, the real authentic power of God. And the only way that the enemy actually gets that power and gets that authority is if the sons and daughters of God actually, or, or people hand that over to him. He's been um, dethroned. He's been disarmed and defeated. And, you know, we, we've got the keys of the kingdom back. We are the, we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. We, you know, we are the leaven. But if we hand him the keys and the authority back, then he has, he has right to take that, that ground back. And so that's the only way that he, he actually gets power. Like with Adam and Eve, they had all authority and all power and they were walking with God in the cool of the day. And, uh, and they... They, uh, they um, handed over power and authority back over, or over to Satan uh, in that time, over to, to the devil. And uh, I want to just make this statement, uh, and then we're just going to watch a little video um, of, 
of something that I, I someone sent me and I just thought, you know what, it's 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 very accurate picture of 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 maybe what's happening in this time and and then we're gonna jump in. Um yeah. So let's let's do that actually. Let's just watch this video and uh and then we'll get into it. To all you podcast listeners, I'll explain the video. So there are two deer that are bucking each other or ramming each other uh, with other deer around. The other deer scatter and the two deer continue to fight amongst themselves without seeing a line that runs up and takes one of the deer out. Uh, that is the video. Awesome. <laughs> awesome indeed now the bible says that the enemy is prouncing around like a roaring lion seeking whom it shall devour and uh you know i don't want us to go into fear i don't want us to go into i'm not a big uh the enemy's under every rock and every turn and twists and you know he's he's not that powerful uh the enemy is not the opposite of god Satan is the opposite of Lucifer or Michael, right? He's a fallen angel. Uh, he's not the opposite of God. It's, it's not an equal fist fight. Um, and I, I often have referred to the enemy as he's like the Wizard of, Wizard of Oz. He's a little man riding really fast behind the curtain. You pull the curtain back and reveal who it is and you're like, oh, is that it? You know, and, uh, and that to me is my picture of the enemy. Um, and... You know, but the great, one of the greatest tricks, you know, I don't know who coined this phrase, but one of the greatest tricks the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he doesn't exist. And, you know, we, our fight, Paul says, and we're going we're gonna to jump around Ephesians a little bit this morning, but uh, he says, our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in heavenly places, right? And I've shared this before and I'll share it again really quickly, but when God created the heavens it says he created the heavens and the earth and if you do a study i've just been recently studying this out a little bit with the heavens and uh, in jewish context the heaven was always meant to come down uh, heaven was always meant to replicate and superimpose planet earth and that's why jesus told us to pray uh, your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven but here he says, our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in heavenly places. So hang on, what's he talking about here? Well, when God created the heavens, he created the, what we can actually see. We know we look to the heavens, we look to the skies. And so that's what, it's not actually used this phrase, but that's what theologians will call the first heaven. And then we have the third heaven, which Paul refers to. He says, I went to the third heaven, or I knew a man that went to the third heaven, saw things that are inexplainable in, in this time. And Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. But then Ephesians 6, and we'll just go there. You all know this verse really well, but Ephesians 6 verse 10 says, Finally... Right, so this is after Ephesians 1, 2, 3, 4, Paul 5 builds a whole case around um, adoption as sons, where we're seated in Christ and all of these, this stuff. He says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. 
for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, right? So people are not our issue. (laughs) For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, And having done all to stand firm, stand therefore. Having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the uh, breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, which is which with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Right. So where do the flaming darts of the evil one come from? They don't come from within. They come from an external force trying to get you to agree with them, right? It's trying to get you to agree with his authority versus his authority, yeah? Um, and take the helmet of salvation, right? That's our mind. That's the way we think. That's our, the, the mindset that you and I carry. Jesus took on the crown of thorns on his head because the, 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 the thorns and thistles, the, that that. Um, you know, you'll work the ground for thorns and thistles, that way of thinking is no more. Uh, I, I believe a prophetic picture was why John the Baptist's head was cut off because the Old Testament way of thinking or the Old Covenant way of thinking is no more, right? The Mosaic way of thinking is no more. Um, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication to the end. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me, meaning Paul, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. So that's a, that's a profound picture here where we are to take up the shield, to not be uh, enticed into the enemy's schemes. So we don't, we don't focus on the devil and we don't fix our eyes on him, but we are aware that we are in a spiritual battle. <laughs> and if you are not aware of that, what tends to happen is fiery darts start to come in and we start to agree rather than taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, right? We start to reg- agree with lofty, strong, lofty thoughts and strongholds. And then they not only take root in our own life and our own personal world where we start to see our destructive behaviors, we start to see um, uh, these, these thoughts of, of another realm, rather than taking those thoughts captive and operating out of the Spirit of God, which, which you and I have. We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. But if we're not aware and we're just too busy fighting our, uh, ourselves, like that, that video, we're fighting our, 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 our friends, our brothers and sisters in this world, whether they know Christ or they don't know Christ, uh, and we're fixing our eyes on something else, then the enemy just ra- walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. He's like, oh, there's a couple of, couple of deer that are fighting, you know, a couple of sheep that are inward fighting or, or navel gazing and looking at their bellies. And uh, he goes, great, I'm just going to come in and, and, you know, have a swipe here. The, the enemy doesn't play. Uh, he's not like, oh, well, I'm going to play by the rules. He's going he's gonna to look for ways to try and get in. He doesn't, he doesn't write us a letter saying, hey, guys, um, it's the enemy here and um, I'm going to try and trick you in this way. He's, he, it's, it's, 
he, he tried to trick Jesus using scripture out of context. <laughs> and um, there are many people right now that I just want to encourage is in saying, uh, you know, the, the enemies will try and distort the word of God and try and distort truth. Because remember, he can't, he can't create. Uh, I, I have a, 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 this thing where people have attributed the, the things of the Lord that might be weird or strange. They've attributed the things of God to the devil because it might look a little bit weird or a little bit strange. And let me tell you, this Bible is riddled with some strange things. But the devil cannot create. He can only imitate. Right? He can't create. He's not that powerful. So he'll try and imitate. And I've, I've often said this, but the best way we can know what is the authenticity of God and what is a counterfeit is we study the, the original. Right? We study Christ and him crucified, not in, a, not in an intellectual sense, but people perish for a lack of knowledge. People don't perish for a lack of uh, miracles or a lack of encounter. They perish for a lack of knowledge. Right? And, uh, and you and I, we have the keys of the kingdom. Matthew 16 says you and I have been given the keys of the kingdom. And we are to bind. Actually, I'm going to read it out of the, uh, the Passion Translation. Matthew 16, verse 19. Let me, uh, let me get it up here. Says, I give you, uh, I will give you the keys of heaven. (coughs) Excuse me, I will give you the keys of heaven's kingdom realm to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven, and to release on earth that that which is released in heaven. You and I have, (coughs) excuse me. You and I have been given the keys to forbid what is forbidden there, right? What is forbidden there? What is in heaven? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, right? Whatever is forbidden there, you and I have authority, all authority in heaven and on earth shall be given to us, right? So let me go right back to what I was starting. So our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in heavenly places, right? So that's the second heaven. So the first heaven is what we can see. The third heaven is where you and I are seated, uh, the right hand of the Father with Christ in the heavenly places. And the second heaven is where there's a battle going on. There is a battle going on, church. There is a battle going on right now. Uh, It's always been going on, but our fight is against principalities and powers over individuals, over regions, uh, and over nations. Right? So locally, locally, regionally and globally. And uh, at the beginning of the year, Joyce Scarborough had a, a prophetic word or a dream. Um, and I'm just going to repeat it uh, for the sake of people watching. But the dream was that um, a helicopter with Todd White had dropped me off in the center of Lilydale. And um, Todd White to me represents evangelism. And, uh, and, and, uh, and I climbed a roof. I didn't know where I was, but I climbed a roof of a house. And I got a blueprint of Lilydale, and I was able to work out my way home and what to do. 
And I really felt that that was a prophetic picture for us as a church and us as a community for this season. And I still do. I still think it is. It is. And uh, the more and more as I, I've dwelt on this, I really feel that we as a community, um, prayer and intercession right now is not optional. It's not an option anymore. That our, our fight is against principalities and powers. And we are actually, in, we are actually to engage uh, in intercession and prayer and warfare. And uh, in a way that we lift up, that we let God arise and let every enemy be scattered right now. And we need to let God arise. We need to engage in a way that right now we need to, I'm, I'm calling the army to arms right now and saying, hey, we need to lift our voices. We need to start to declare because this fight isn't against people. It's not against the politicians. It's not against the media. This fight right now is against principalities and powers over regions, over people, over influences and things like that. And we need to tear them down in a spiritual, uh, spiritual sense. And um, I want to tell you a couple of stories uh, really about that. And, um, you know, one of them was uh, Shen and I, um, we went to Croatia in 2012 with Ben Fitzgerald, a good friend of ours. And, uh, <clears throat> and we, we uh, were there with about 15, 16, and, and uh, we were just having a blast of a time. We landed, we uh, hit the ground running in Austria, and then we... We saw incredible things in Austria. We saw a gold I saw a gold tooth appear in a guy's mouth and smoke come out of his mouth. I mean, that was just like still blows my mind, you know, and um, just just fascinating, you know. And uh, people go, well, where's that in the Bible? And I say, well, yeah, it's Psalm 115 it says God sits in the heavens and He does whatever He pleases, you know. <laughs> and uh, but that's just like the Lord, gold teeth, you know. Who, who needs fillings? Jesus' name, you know, and. Um, and so we, we were just having, we were, you know, the, the Lord was doing, people getting saved, people getting set free, just a lot of incredible stuff going on. And, um, and then we, hit, we went to Croatia. So we're in Zagreb in Croatia. And, uh, and we were there and we're, we went out, do some evangelism and we hit the streets. And um, I remember one team, there was about four or five, I think Shen might have actually been a part of this, uh, this team. She went up to the... Uh, the high, the high mountain uh, in Zagreb, and we're in like Fed Square, and um, and we're just we're you know we're trying to pray for people, and and we're getting a, quite a bit of opposition. We're we're getting quite a bit of resistance, um, and people had said you know uh, Croatia is a, a dry country, and they just you know it's really hard to break through with the gospel, and and um, Ben actually had a word about that we would have influence with the media with with television. Um, about a month or two before we left, and uh, and so we're 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 praying for people. We're trying to pray for people. We're trying to like love on people. We're 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 giving it our best, you know. And not much is happening. And very a lot of resistance. And um, anyway, long 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 story short, uh, we we figured out around the same time that these guys were interceding and praying right up up on the mountaintop. Um, and they were just declaring breakthrough over this region. Um, ben uh, ends up praying for this lady who had an incurable disease. And uh, now she's in the, we're in the middle of like Fed Square. And, um, and so there's people everywhere. It's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's packed. And she hits the deck, right? <laughs> she hits the deck. She's under the power of God. 
and, um, and she comes up and her daughter's translating English uh, for her and she says, um, I have an incurable disease and if I'm healed, um, I'm, gonna, I'm the advocate for this disease. I'm going to go around and, and on national television and tell people that I've been healed of this disease. Now, she felt better um, after uh, prayer had happened. I, and I think, if I'm right, I think, I think she was healed um, of that disease, whether she went on, uh, on television and told, I'm not sure. Um, but from that point onwards, from the moment she hits the down, I mean, people are watching, people start gathering around. There was a, a film crew right there that's actually started, they were filming for something else. They were like, what's going on over here? And, and things just started to pop. We started to see, I think we saw four or five people born again right then and there on the streets. Um, I got to end up this amazing story of this girl who was handing out flyers. She was from the UK. Uh, and I had a word of knowledge about her being a children's, uh, like doing something with kids. She was like, how do you know that? I love kids. I want to work with kids. I said, oh, the Lord just knows you. He loves you. And she, she ended up coming in, in contact with another girl from our team uh, the next day. And she goes, I need to go to church. So I'm going to go to the closest church that I know, which was the church next door to her home, which was the church that our team was staying at and preaching at. So she walks in the next day. I'm actually preaching and she walks in. She's like, what the heck's going on here? And she ends up giving her life to the Lord and ends up joining that. I I believe she joined that church and uh, got plugged in there. Anyway, it's just, it was incredible. But my point is that we had resistance, right? And I believe it was the prayer and the intercession of lifting their voices, of coming against the fiery darts of the enemy that cracked something open that day in Zagreb, that actually cracked something open in the spiritual realm that we can't see often with our natural eyes. And and we were able to engage in a way. And the moment that happened, this woman hits the deck and there's breakthrough. And we saw people getting healed, just incredible stuff. And we had an amazing time. Um, Another story that I, I was actually sharing with someone from work the other day, uh, and they were, they were a bit like, whoa, that's pretty full on, was, you know, because we've got to remember, we carry the presence of God everywhere that we go. And um, Shannon and I used to live in Kilsyth, and, uh, you know, we, we'd often just pray over that region, and we had a, a, a house, a, a glory home or a house uh, that used to meet, uh, every Monday night and we'd just pray and worship and we'd often hit the streets and, and we'd sometimes hit the streets and go and do evangelism and and um, anyway one night I, I went into Coles um, in uh, Kilsyth and I walked in and this woman getting uh, vegetable uh, getting her vegetables and her groceries turns to me and she says hi Liam and I knew instantly this is a witch this woman is operating uh, out of the demonic realm. And, and so I, I was like excited. <laughs> it was a little bit like shaky because it was a bit freaky. But I, was, I said, ah, oh, how you doing? I said, can I just tell you how much Jesus loves you? And she just turned and fled. Because my eyes, I'm not, she's not my enemy. I love her. She's tormented, Right? But my fight isn't against her. My fight is against this spirit that is oppressing her, right? Uh, uh, Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord is upon us to preach the gospel, to bind up the brokenhearted, to release captives. There are people right now that are captive uh, in, in your life that you need to pray for them. You need to intercede for them. 
And, um, and uh, this woman just started, she just fled. Why? Because I knew my authority as a, the, the Ephesians 1.3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. So I'm seated in heavenly places. I'm seated with Christ at the right hand of the Father. And in that moment, I had a choice. I could partner with fear or I could partner with faith. And I decided I'm going to partner with faith. I was shaking on the inside. I'll be honest. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm, this, this woman got a, an accurate word of knowledge. But I was excited. I'll tell you why I was excited. I was known in heaven and hell. <laughs> and that excites me that, I, that we are known. The devil knows who you are. God knows who you are. It's time we would recognize who we are and take up our authority and, our, and the power that we've been given and actually use it for, for the kingdom of God to see strongholds and the strong man bound so we can plunder hell and populate heaven, right? Another story um, <laughs> was uh, in Mozambique. Uh, first time we went to Mozambique, um, uh, we, this, this, uh, this girl, um, I'm, just, I'm going to be careful how I word this because I've got my... I got my uh, my six year old here. Um, was this girl was she was doing some stuff like a like a slithering snake on the ground and had all these um, pastors yelling at you know screaming at this this girl and uh, I remember one of the guys on our team uh, he said hey what should we do I said just go over and declare truth right because we're here so it's the truth that sets people free. Right, so we need to start to declare truth. And so we declared truth. This girl, her eyes rolled back in the right, right frame of, of, <laughs> in her head. She came back to her countenance changed and she was completely delivered of the demonic. And that, that what happened, at the, the atmosphere in that church, in that environment just cracked and people started encountering the Lord. People started encountering God, being healed, um, delivered, set free. Um, given that I think like 12, 15 people gave their life to the Lord that day. But what's the point? The point is there are strongholds over individuals and over regions. And when we engage in a spiritual sense and we take up our authority, things start to crack. We bind the strong man so we can plunder the house, right? And uh, it's, it's not that we, uh, I believe sometimes, and I'm going to share a little story that was told to me once, but I believe sometimes um, we, we come under, we walk into an environment and we come under the influence and we're like, why am I thinking like this? Why? Oh, no. You start to feel depressed or you start, oh, the hopelessness starts to sink in. You know, everything that's going on in the media. And if I can just be practical right now, um, you know, watch the news. Like, I'm not, I'm not telling you, obviously not. Like, keep an eye on what's going on. Like, but um, I would encourage you, turn it off if, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and get into this. Get, put on some worship music. Feed your spirit, man, uh, and strengthen yourself and start to intercede for the nation right now. Start to go up the house. You know, um, we, we would ascend. There was a, the prophetic word from um, Rio about ascending to the mountain. You know, the way we ascend is surrender. Ascend, ascending to the mountain of the house of the Lord is not something that we need to strive for. The way you ascend is you surrender. 
you say, oh, I'm seated in heavenly places with you. So I'm, I'm in the third heaven right now with the Lord. I'm dual citizen. I'm a citizen of heaven and I'm a citizen of earth. And he said to bind or forbid what is forbidden on earth, right? And to loose what is loosed, sorry, forbid what is forbidden in heaven and loose what is loosed on earth. And if we are not engaging with a, from a spiritual sense, we are spiritual beings having an earthly experience. Right, You and I are spiritual beings having an earthly experience. And uh, if we are not engaging, if we don't believe that there's a spiritual realm or we don't give attention to that, then we can come under the schemes of the enemy. We can get influenced by them. Uh, Paul says in Romans 12, 1, he says, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Right, So it is possible. Uh, Ephesians 6, he says, um, you know, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength and his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. So that means there, are, there, is, a, oh, there is a place where we might not be able to stand if we don't do these things, right? And, um, and, uh, and I, I just believe, we're, keep your eye on what's going on. Don't be ignorant to it, um, you know, but this is an opportunity for us to engage what are we going to feed ourselves on? Are we going to feed ourselves on the, the, the news or are we going to operate from the good news? <laughs> right? It's the good news because it's already happened and it's been reported and that we would start to prayer walk. Uh, uh, we would start to intercede. Uh, this is The Lord's been stirring me about prayer walking our region. Um, I just reminded, I, I got all these stories about, and actually another Benny Fitz story. Um, you're popular this morning, mate. Uh, ben prayer walked Clay Street in Reading, which was a place in Reading which had um, prostitution, drugs, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, prayer walked for two or three months and um, just prayer walked. Didn't pray for anyone, didn't do anything, just prayer walked. Just prayed over houses, prayed over regions, prayed over this house, prayed over that drugs would stop, that, that criminal activity would stop. Um, it, it beca and it just cracked. After a while, I don't have time to tell the full story, but it cracked open something in that region to where house churches began to get planted in that region, where people started buying houses from Bethel Church in that region. Uh, I did my outreach in that region, and we saw lots of people impacted and set free uh, in my, my nine months that I was there. And what's the point? The point is that we, he prayer walked over a region. Right, we um, we used to go out every Thursday night in Lilydale, and we'd pray for people, and we'd pray over a region, we'd start to pray walk a region, to the point of where one day I was just literally walking down the streets. I love this story. I was walking down the streets, and um, these three people came out. Cam, I was meeting Cam Birchall, and these three people came out of a pub, and I kind of like walked in their groove, you know. And we started walking along and I said, hey, g'day, how you going? And they said, oh, not bad. Well, I said, what are you up to tonight? And they said, um, we're actually on our way to the city to you know, go and have a fun night. And I said, oh, they said, what are you doing? And um, yeah, I said, yeah, I'm actually just on my way to Lilydale to pray for some people and um, tell people about the love of God and see people get healed and delivered and set free. And they just went white. They said, oh my, they said, we were just talking in the pub in a Linda Creek pub there, they said, we were talking about, is God real? Does he exist? Who is he? What's faith? Asking ourselves all these questions. I had a word of knowledge for this girl's back. Um, we ended up 
uh, getting to pray for them. They had to run, they had to catch a train, um, but got to pray for them, love on them. What's the point? The point is when you start to take ground in a region, things start to happen by accident. <laughs> where you're not even thinking about it. You're not even consciously aware of like, this is what's going on. Like Jesus, where the woman touched the hem of his garment and she just got healed, right? And um, I, I want to encourage us that we would ascend to the mountain like Joyce's dream, that we would go up and get the blueprint of heaven um, for our regions, for our friends, for our families, for our um, for our nation right now, for the nations of the world, that we would start to tear down the strongholds. We would take the lands that have been occupied by these puny giants that put themselves up against the, the image and the nature and the creator of God. And we'd start to take authority and take dominion and rule back. And, uh, and that we would actually pick up, pick up this thing called prayer and intercession and start to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. So, um, this last story, um, really quickly, is there was, I don't know who told it actually, but there was this story of, of um, a plane. It's not snakes on a plane, it was rats on a plane, right? <laughs> and uh, there were all these rats on a plane, and they were chewing through the wires, they were, they were just tearing, uh, tearing down things, and... Um, they, the stewardesses, and the, they went to the pilot and they said, what do we do? And he says, fly to a higher altitude. And the moment you fly to a higher altitude, the rats will die. So they flew to a higher altitude and all the rats on the plane just died, right? And I believe the Lord is calling us to that. I believe the Lord is calling us to fly to a higher altitude uh, in this season, to really... Um, push past the barrier of uncomfortability of comfortability sorry and and go into a place of interceding and prayer for our regions so you know you can do that obviously from the comfort of your own home but that we would also prayer walk that we would also um, that we would all go around and declare over homes that we would take ownership in this season to engage in the spiritual battle that we are in because we're in a fight and I want to just read um, that Ephesians 6 again. Finally, be strong in the Lord, in the strength of his might, and put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the armor of God that you, that you may be able to withstand the evil day. You know, he says he's put all things in subjection under his feet and given us all authority, not only in this age, but also in the one to come, right? That, we're in that age. We're in the one to come. We're in the age to come right now we're in, we're, uh, where the enemy hasn't got, he hasn't got authority anymore. We have authority. We have power. We have more power because of God. God has all the, if God has all authority and all the power, guess what? Somebody has none. <laughs> If I have all the chocolate cake, that means Kim has no chocolate cake, right? <laughs> you know, and so we've been given that. It's time to take it up and actually use it and actually start to pray and actually intercede and actually let's ascend to the mountain of the house of the Lord and actually see strongholds over our region 
broken and torn down. You know, this region, I'm just going to use Lilydale, this region um, had revival back in the 70s. In the 60s and the 70s, this region had a move of the Spirit of God where we had a Bible college here, we had Word Bookstore here, we had churches all over this region. And little by little, that Bible college has left, the Word Bookstore has been shut down. Um, there's been different ministries that have been shut down. And it is time that our region, I'm not just obviously talking about Lilida, but any region right now where we would take it back for the kingdom of God and we, we would see uh, uh, we would see with spiritual lenses again, not just with our natural eyes and not just fix our eyes on the media and the news and everything that's happening. And we would start to see and intercede and get a heart for our region and take the authority and bind what is bound in heaven and loose what is loosed in heaven. And that we would, uh, we would do that through prayer and intercession. And, um, and so uh, stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and the shoes of your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one. Take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying, this is our verse, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, that we would pray at all times. I want to I call us to go to that higher place, to ascend to the mountain of the house of the Lord, to go higher to see the rats just die off. You know, I think it's, it's uh, I, I'm getting stirred up um, that we believe in a gospel where the man walked on water, he healed blind people, deaf people, he called people out of tombs. He uh, took fish, uh, coins out of fish's mouth. He himself raised from the dead after being dead for three days and ascended to the right hand of the Father. This is the gospel that you and I preach. And we're here and there's a plague that's ruining our city. And that's not okay. And we need to tear this thing down. We need to see this thing bend its knees to the power in the name of Jesus. And then I want to encourage us that we're not, we're, our fight isn't against flesh and blood. <laughs> Let's remember that. But our fight is against the roaring lion that's seeking whom it devour. It devour. That's, and he's not, oh, he's just this puny little man behind a curtain, right? And it's time we take our, our shield of faith, our helmet, our sword, and fight and get this thing on. Amen. So, Father, I just thank you. I just thank you that we would ascend, that we would let God arise and every enemy be scattered, that we would take on the full armor of God, that we would stand in this hour. I really felt that I was just to shift from uh, just talking about the kingdom of God for a second and talk about engaging in the spiritual battle, that we wouldn't be taken uh, captive by, by the ways of the world. So Father, I pray that the, the, the renewed mind right now would be that we have the mind of Christ, that we would take every thought captive to the obedience of God. That if it's not good, it's not finished because you work all things together for good who those who love you and are called according to your purpose. And we love you, Lord. We want to see your kingdom advance. We want to see you tear down strongholds, God. I pray you'd give the, um, 
all of us the gift of intercession right now. I pray there'd be a grace release for the gift of prayer, uh, that we would move past comfortability of just praying for, uh, that we would be banging on the doors of heaven to see this thing shift, that we would be interceding from a place of victory, from the place of the third heaven, that we would, you said to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I just believe when we pray from the third heaven reality, it slays the devils and the principalities and powers over regions and manifests on earth, that something breaks through in the veil on earth that you said bind what is bound in heaven and loose what is loosed in heaven. So right now, we just declare this coronavirus would be gone in Jesus' name. This virus would stop right now in Jesus' name. That political unrest would just begin to cease and there'd be order, there'd be peace. There'd be peace in this time right now, that the peace of God that crushes the shalom of heaven, that crushes the demonic realm right now would just manifest. God, that depression in our nation would stop, that a sound mind, the spirit of the sound mind would come right now. Yeah, that the strongholds, the strong man that is bound up uh, in homes right now, that, that suicide in our nation would stop, that young people that are taking their lives would just cease and, and hope and life and joy and freedom and the peace of God. I just speak to you, devil, you have no right in our nation. You do not belong here and you have no authority in Australia. You have no authority in Melbourne. You have been disarmed and defeated. Uh, you have been disarmed and defeated. As Chris Fallathan says, if you were swimming in a swimming pool your name would be Bob because you've got no arms and no feet <laughs> you're just a sitting duck for us to just to just, no more can you take take ground we want to just declare that you do not have the right here anymore that that the church would arise in this hour and would intercede for our nation God I pray for family uh, unity right now I just pray if you're watching uh, and there's there's disunity that, uh, or, or there's, um, there's disharmony in your family. I just pray that that's not the will of the Lord, that, that maybe it's time to fix your eyes off the natural and fix your eyes on Him and engage with the spiritual realm. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for the, our elderly right now, God, in, in, in um, people that are maybe alone, and I just pray that the, the spirit of comfort would come into their home right now. If you feel it on your heart, even just to, to pick up the phone and call, call a loved one on this afternoon, don't wait, don't hesitate. Just jump on the phone, do it, call them, right? Because loneliness is trying to creep into our society. And uh, I just pray against loneliness right now. I pray against the spirit of loneliness and I just pray that the spirit of comfort would come into your homes. That angels, I pray there'd be angelic visitations in people's homes, that they would know God is with them, that he never leaves you, that he never forsakes you. If you're watching and you don't know the love and comfort uh, and you've been listening to these stories of the demonic and the spiritual realm and you're like, oh my goodness, that's, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty full on. Yeah, it, it is pretty full on. But we live in a world that we, we, we are not alone. <laughs> we live in a, in a world where there are, there are angels, there are demons, there are, there are things that um, in the, you go to the, the uh, Africa and these things just make themselves manifest. You know, they just make themselves known. But I'm telling you this, there is a God that loves you 
that is stronger than any, um, any force out there in this world. And the enemy will try and get you to believe uh, that God's not real, that he doesn't love you, that he's angry with you, that he's disappointed in you, that he's ashamed of you, that, he's, he, he, that all of these things are lies from the father of lies. But the father of truth wants to tell you that he's for you, that he loves you, that he likes you, that he's with you, that he's always been there. Even if you don't know him, he wants to come and comfort you and he wants you to actually know this deep love of a father that absolutely adores you just thinks you're incredible when he created you. And I just want to invite you to ask that father to come into your heart and into your life. And um, if, you, if, you, if that's you and you're watching this back or you're watching this live, I, I just ask that you pray with me this prayer. and Say, Father, just repeat after me and say, Father, I, I, I'm sorry that I have sinned against heaven and against you. Forgive me of all my sins, of all my wrong. I need a savior to come and save me from my sinful nature. I ask you to come into my heart, into my life, that you would be Lord of my life and Savior of my soul. I invite you to come into my home. I welcome you in. Come and make your home in me. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Hope you have. If you if you prayed that prayer, I'd love you to get in contact with us via Facebook. Um, actually, I sh should announce this. Our website was hacked uh, and is down, and it's been restored. Uh, apologies for if you've been trying to get on there, but we are aware of it. Um, contact us here on Facebook or um, uh, on our, on our email, which is glory at gccm.org.au. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Hope you guys are well. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon.